Hey, it's Benji Cole, son of Al Cole from CBS Radio and host of People of Distinction, the talk that gives an in-depth view of some of the most dynamic, intelligent, and successful people on the planet. Run to our website, peopleofdistinction.org, for more info, or you can always email me directly at benji at alcoholenterprises.com. And on the line with us today, we have Deborah McCrayer. We'll be discussing her fantastic book, My People, My Time, available for purchase through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And I will say, Deborah was brought to our network, People of Distinction, today by some of the best movers in the business, Book Launch International Publishing. So if you have a book that you'd like moved, well, do yourself a favor and contact Book Launch. You can find out more information on them at booklaunchintl.com. And guys, listen, it is an absolute pleasure to have Deborah here on the line, okay? Her book is a very interesting one, okay? And I, of course, am very interested in it. Not only, A, because I just love having authors here on the network, love finding new things to look into, new books to read about. But, of course, being an African-American man myself, I... This is something that I've I've constantly battled with, right? Constantly thought about. And really, her book, the underlying message that applies to really anybody, regardless of gender, culture, background, is it has an underlying theme of regardless of the current circumstances, regardless of whatever trial, tribulations you may be going through, success is always within reach. Now doesn't mean it's going to come easy, right? And you have to take self-accountability. You have to really put in the work to make it happen. But excuses are just excuses, right? At the end of the day, they're not actually holding you back. And of course, that doesn't apply to every single scenario. But a lot of times, myself included, right? I'll be the first person to throw myself under the bus. There's been moments in my life where I find myself in a predicament. And I may try to look around and point the blame somewhere else, but in actuality, when I really stop and I really examine the reason why I find myself in that difficult situation, a lot of times I can go back far enough and see that, that those ripples were started based upon a decision that I had made. So again, it's all about self-accountability, but also intertwined with it, it's a memoir slash historical overview now, getting specifically to, as I was mentioning before, being an African-American man myself, we're really going to be looking into the African-American community through history and see accomplishments that have been made or have not been made and really how far we've come, where we still have to go and what we want to achieve as a community. I'm very much looking forward to this. And listen, Deborah is the expert, okay? She's written the book. She's done the research. She's going to be able to articulate everything much better than I ever could. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Deborah, first and foremost, welcome to People of Distinction. Thank you for being a guest. How are you? I am well. How are you? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm very well. Thank you for asking. And listen, the honor is all ours, okay? We're very much looking forward to this and... I know we have so much information to cover, Deborah, but let's hold off slightly before jumping into the book. Start by articulating to our listening audience a little bit more about your background, please. So I was um, born in I was born in New York and raised in St. Louis in a lower middle class family. Um, I dedicated um, once I graduated from high school and I went into 
um, the military. I did 30 years in the Navy where I was able to get um, three degrees, uh, three professional degrees, um, and continue on with the um, federal government upon my retirement. Um, So I was able to set those goals for myself and achieve those. I am also a single mom that works very hard, and I have a wonderful 16-year-old straight-A student, so very proud. Fantastic. There you go. There you have it. Now, without further ado, let's jump right in. My people, my time. Tell us a little bit more about your book. I wanted to um, look at the African-American people. Um, There's a lot of unrest going on concerning the African-American people and the injustices that's going on. And while I don't condone that, and I, I concur with we as a people should be treated better by others. I want us as a people, as the African-American people, to look at how we treat our race and how we do um, a lot of damage to ourselves. So the, the book looks at where we've come in the last 55 years from struggling for the basic civil rights to oftentimes a blatant disregard for life, all in the span of 55 years. But there's still hope. Absolutely. You know, and I love that underlying message of hope. You're examining things that may sometimes look very dismal, right? Looks very bleak, but there's always hope. Now, I'm really curious. Now, I have an idea, and I can assume, I think, where the title comes from. But you know what happens when you assume, so I'm not going to do that to you. I have you here on the line. I could just come right out and ask. Talk to our listening audience about the title of your book, My People, My Time. Why did you choose that to be the representation for your book? Because, um, so I I wanted to cover, um, well, actually, you know, I was born in 1965. So, you know, and so the book spans the last 55 years of, of my life. And the majority of the positive events and also the negative events have happened during that time span. So it, it, it covers that and it gives us a good historical reference um, going back to our fight for civil rights and all the achievements we've made in the entertainment field, in the education field, in government and politics. So it, it spans all of that. It, it, it includes the computer age, right, which is where we get, you know, 90 percent of our information these days. So. So we've come a long way, but we also have a long way to go. So those 55 years span the majority of the ups and downs for the African-American people. You know, Deborah, let's talk about inspiration. Now, from listening to you speak, and of course, I'm sure, you know, your family has something to do with this as well. I I could see why a book of this magnitude and really doing the research and finding all this out is very poignant and and personal to you. And it's important to you. Now, why didn't it end there? You took it a step further and published the book and put it out for the masses to partake in as well. What inspired you to do that? The inspiration when when people look at my my uh, achievements, I should say, when they look at me and they and they. You know, they say, okay, well, you have the American dream, you have the the house, you have the the six figure salary, you have the nice car, you have the you know the the child. So your life is is good, right? And you made it because you were giving you were given those advantages, right? You you were privileged, and it's like, no, I was not. 
I was not privileged in any shape, form, or fashion. I grew up with my mom on welfare, working two jobs. I grew up on government cheese. That's the life that I had, but that was not the life that I wanted to settle for, even though I knew that my circumstances wasn't just going to give it to me, that I had to go out and work for it and earn it. And I wanted other people to see that and to let other people know that you too can have this if you're willing to work for it. Again, here on the line with Deborah McCrayer. We're discussing her fantastic book, My People, My Time, available for purchase through Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Now, Deborah, following off of that, because I really want to stay on that concept of what you just said, coming from the background that you come from, of course, nothing was given to you and you were able to work, I'm sure, tirelessly to get to the life and the lifestyle that you've been able to achieve, okay? Now, for those out there listening in, what tips may you be able to offer to our listening audience, anybody that's out there that finds themselves in a very bleak situation, finds themselves in a similar community, a similar circumstance to what you were raised in, but can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, can't see the avenues that they can go down. How does someone muster up the energy and the determination to pull themselves up by the bootstrap and really achieve the life that they're looking for? Well, um, you know, the first step would be to write out the goals. What exactly do you want to achieve? And once you have your goals in mind, then look at the resources that are available to you. Nine times out of ten, there are resources there that will help you. And get a mentor. Find those those people that you want to to be like the the ones that you admire. Find out how research how they got to where they are, right? But the you need a goal. Please start with a goal, and that is going to be and that will be the light at the end of the tunnel. You know that's fantastic advice, Deborah. And this I can't tell you how often I heard that growing up, and even myself with the previous business that I had owned. That was something that I would do with new employees. The first week that they're hired and they're in the office, I'm already sitting down with them and I'm working. What's your 30, 60, 90 day goals, right? Short term. Now, of course, you can expand that and really set out a roadmap months, years ahead. But having that play by play, having, again, really that roadmap to success, I think a lot of times is is really underrated on how valuable it is. And so often, again, speaking from my own experience, I remember growing up, it took me quite some time to to mature and come around to this. But I'll tell you, when I started to do that, when I really implemented, again, those 30, 60, 90 day goals. And what I love about the 30, 60, 90 days is because it's shorter increments. So it's something that is, it's going to be something that you can see results for faster. And achievable. Exactly. Right. And once you really start to achieve them, once you start to see it happen, it's almost like it becomes addictive. Right. You 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 start to check things off the list and continuously, at least for me, I would hold myself to that. You know, it's one of those things where, again, when you start starting is always the hardest point. But once you start and you slowly chip away at it, it becomes easier and easier to do. And I absolutely love that advice that you gave. Thank you so much for that. Now, 
Deborah, I'm curious, what would you say was a highlight for you in writing this book? The highlight was, for me, was learning more about myself and what I'm actually willing to give, right? So I did, I achieved my goals and I'm still achieving my goals, but it's also what am I willing to give back to my community, right? Success is not only about what I achieve, but it's, what, it's also about what I can help others achieve. So it, it, my book inspired me to do more for my community, to do more for the African-American people and to, to help as many succeed as I possibly can. Fantastic. Now, as you were doing your research and you were coming across these figures from history, was there anything that you had discovered, anything that you had learned about that isn't common knowledge, right? Something that you found very helpful or really something that should be discussed more. Is there any you know, little teasers that you can give on things that you found during your research? So, um, during my, my research, I found that there were, I, I found that the majority of the reasons why accomplishments were not accomplished was, um, was twofold. Actually, it's, it's five, but the, the main two were, I was not given that by my parents or the people that raised me did not afford me that opportunity, and I fell in with the wrong crowd. Right. So and throughout history, it, it was those two things were, were the primary reoccurrence. Right. And I just found that fascinating. The people that achieved and strove to achieve is because they set long term goals and short term goals, milestones to reach those goals. But there was no excuse because they felt they held themselves accountable. Right. With, with no excuses. You know, and another part that you said was really the people, your circle of people that you choose to be around. And that's a big one, right? I mean, you tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are if you want to achieve higher. And that doesn't mean that, listen, if I'm, stri if I'm striving for something and someone else doesn't have it, I just completely cut that person out of my life. No, again, depending on how the people are to you, you just have to maybe boil it down to increments. But again, when I was in my sales business, people were telling all the time, listen, if you want to be a millionaire, you want to try to hang out with millionaires, right? Learn the way they think. Read books by really successful people. When you start to do that, you give yourself a higher enlightenment and you hold yourself to what you're saying, to that higher standard. Education is so important. Knowledge is power. The biggest cliche in the book, but it rings true to today. This is why this book is so phenomenal. And you guys know what you have to do. Amazon, Barnes & Noble are the places you have to go. There's no way around it. You know, Deborah, are you on social media? How can our listening audience interact with you? Okay. Um, yes, I am. So they can, uh, on Twitter is D McCrayer on Twitter. And I'm also on Facebook at Deborah McCrayer. So Facebook or Twitter. You know, Deborah, as we start to tie up this fantastic interview, being an artist myself, I love having this platform to be able to to pay it forward, in a sense, to other artists out there that are listening in. Now, you're someone who has acquired the wisdom, you've gone through, you've written the book, and you've also gone through the test of getting it published, because anybody that has been through the process understands writing the book is only half the battle. Now, I'd love to hear from you any words of wisdom 
that you can relay to our listening audience? If there's a new writer out there listening in, what would you like to tell them? I would like to tell them, start, write, write down your thoughts, write down your, your feelings. If it's daily, weekly, but get them down on paper because what you feel is, 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 is actually what's going to be in your book and what, what you want to relate to others. But you have to start. Guys, there you have it. There it is again, right? Starting is, I don't it's interesting how starting is always the toughest part, or it's always one of the toughest aspects to really get done. And, you know, I'm, I could speculate, you know, I think a lot of times that fear of failure prevents us from, from embarking upon it. But as Deborah just said, listen, there's paraphrasing, but there's nothing to it but to do it, okay? You just got to chip away at it. Put the words on the page. Once you get the ball rolling, you can always go back and fine-tune things, but you got to get it started. Guys, listen, what more can be said? I, well, okay, let me back up. A lot more can be said, okay? Nothing more is going to be said. And what is so fantastic about it is, guys, we've barely scratched the surface. There are so many things still yet to be discovered within the confines of the book. And because of that, Amazon, Barnes & Noble is where you have to go. My People, My Time is the book you have to purchase. And Deborah McCrayer is the author you have to thank for bringing it to your table. You surely will not be disappointed. Again, she's examining the book and really looking into the African-American community. But it's not just for that group. Again, this is something that can be applied. The things that are taught within the book, the things that are discussed within the book can be applied to all communities, can be applied to everyone, regardless of age, culture, background, doesn't matter. There's always more to be achieved. There's always more to learn. Let's go pick up the book. Deborah, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you once again for being a guest with us today on People of Distinction. You're quite welcome. Thank you for having me.